I'm a little nervous. Why? I know, it's okay though. Hi guys, welcome to Hot Girl Evolving on YouTube now. And today I'm joined with my best friend, Miss Bailey Winkle. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be I here. I really like your outfit, Bailey. It looks Thank so you. cute. How was home? Well. Home was good. You know, you don't realize how encapsulating and high energy and chaotic this city is until... Yeah. Until you really leave it. We live in New York, by the way. Yes, um, and I'm from Utah. So I went back home for like a week and a half. Good to be back. We have a lot of things coming our way. We have a lot going on. We do. And I feel we're like... trying to keep each other sane and mentally prepare the mm -hmm. best we know how. What's your scouting story? Like, how did you get started modeling? Because I don't even know it. So I think it was when I was 14. I was in Utah at a skating rink, weirdly. Oh, my God. And I was with, like, all my friends. And this girl came up to me, and I was, like, super embarrassed. Because you know how this job is. Like, I guess I was embarrassed that she was picking me out of all my friends. Mm -hmm. I felt bad almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, what about them? Like, you guys are so beautiful, too. Like, Right. So it was kind of, I was a little uncomfortable, just awkward, because, like, it was, like, six of my girlfriends, and she was like, I want you to model. I knew I always wanted to model just because I was told that growing up, just because of my height. So the thing about our job is, well, the thing, at least for me, has yeah. been, like, I've wanted to get a place here for the past two years that I've been doing this job, modeling back and forth, but it's like, you get a place here, and then they send you to LA for three right. months, they send you to London, they send yeah. you to Australia, so it's like, I don't want to be paying double rent anywhere. I yeah, know you I don't. mean, I did that in Australia. But back to the Fashion Week topic. Oh, God. So, it's coming upon us. We have about two and a half weeks to, like, pre-casting start. Mm -hmm. um, it's scary. It's yeah, it nerve-wracking. Like, if you go to a corporate job, most every other job, you're getting denied because maybe someone has more education than you, yeah. more qualification. Maybe they're better at the skill. For us, it's like you're getting denied because of the way you look, mm -hmm. how tall you are, how small your waist is, your mm -hmm. face, like your skin color, all of that. It It can be... It can be hard. Well, not to mention so many people are trying to model now. So you're, like, in a room with, like, 300 mm -hmm. people doing the same thing. And, like, mm -hmm. I remember, like, waiting three hours for a specific casting. This was in London, though. Yeah. I literally waited three hours. I was late to a job because of it. And I finally got to walk. And, like, the two casting directors were, like, not even. They were, like, on their phones. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, why did I just wait? Yeah. So I had a moment with myself in the park. Like, I was, like, when was reconnecting this? with myself. This was, like... Six months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like way before London, yeah. or, like, right before. Okay. And, like, one of the realizations that I had was, like, it's time for me to start therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, I really want to take it seriously, because, like, I had tried therapy before, but, like, I just wasn't ready to, like, actually deal with my shit. I know in the back of my mind that I want to do therapy, but I was like, it'll, I'll find a time where I'm going to sit down and actually do it. And then I went to that tarot reading in London, and then mm -hmm. she ended up, like, I'm working with her now as, like, my life coach and, like, spiritual advisor and therapist, basically. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, analyzing just, like, modeling and the way that I am. Like, the things that I prioritize is very different than, like, what my family prioritizes. And, like, I've always felt, like, less than because I don't, you know, value, like, normal school, kind of that timeline. Right. So I've always felt, like, the need to, like, prove myself and, like, seek validation. And she was like, that's probably why you've continued to model is because, like, the job is basically constantly seeking approval and validation. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy how, like, 
you don't realize, but most of the things that you deal with today are, like, in your early 20s. It's, like, peeling back the layers. Okay? Yeah. Okay, like, why do I go for these types of men? Why mm-hmm. do I need to seek validation? Why do I need to get everyone's attention all the right. time? Really, I'm really proud of you for wanting I'm to go so to therapy. I'm so excited for this journey. Because making that step is a big decision, like, mm-hmm. wanting to unpack it, wanting to go through it. Obviously, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. That's why most people don't do it. They'll say, oh, yeah, I need therapy, da-da-da. Like, I've never done therapy. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm ready for it yet. Yeah, no, but it totally, like, I'm realizing that, like, when you're speaking what you're going through, now you actually have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, this past week, I, like, I had my session on Monday or Tuesday, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm actually, like, feeling these effects. Like, I have to, like, process these emotions that I've just, like, suppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely what you were saying about, like, we're just, like, a product of our past and, like, our childhood. Isn't that crazy? Like, especially, like, this age, it's, like, you are the way you are because of your parents. Like, two human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, are mainly, like, the reason why you are who you are. And, like, I feel like your 20s um, is, like, kind of breaking down, like, whoa, like, my mom is normal. She's Mm -hmm. human. Like, she did the best she knew how. Now it's my time, Mm -hmm. my turn to, like, do what I know, the best I know how, based off of what she or my dad gave me. Right. Um, And not to dive into that, but... Like, I did have something traumatic happen to mm-hmm. me, and you know all about it. Mm-hmm. When I was 16, my dad passed away suddenly from drug overdose, which in the beginning I didn't let a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. I was kind of embarrassed. I was upset, like 16 years old, dealing with all those emotions. It's It was a lot for me, but mm-hmm. that's also what I think changed the course of my life. Totally. And like we talked about this last time, I don't believe necessarily... Everything happens for a reason, but it's, like, what you take from that reason, how you go forward, what you make of your life. Because situations and things that happen are what shape us into who we are today. And back to the therapy thing, like, you could say all day, like, oh, you need to go to therapy. Like, your dad passed away when you were 16. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to. But I felt like it's been a therapy in my mind or, like, it's made me mature into the person I am today by going through that by myself yeah, definitely. and having to like change my whole outlook. Like I look through life on a whole different looking glass. Like I think of 16 year old me and my priorities and everything, my values and they've changed completely. And I'm so proud of myself for how mm-hmm. far I've gone, mm-hmm. how far I've gotten and will continue to go. But I definitely, definitely do think I would and everyone would benefit from a little therapy a little insight right just a little knowledge um that's not just your own Mm -hmm. when you shared your story with me Mm -hmm. literally like what two weeks ago on this couch yeah um what really stuck with me from like the the story that you said you were like right when you heard the news you're you were instantly like my life is going to change forever Forever. and like that was such a powerful statement to me because it was like that moment of just like your life could look one way and you like you think that it could never change and you're so comfortable in mm-hmm. your routine and just like how your life looks and then like something you know so awful can happen and then like everything just shifts everything changes and it's so scary to just think about how quickly like things can change but i also think yeah it's so scary but it's also like it gives me hope and mm. like very much like it's almost a good thing that like something could completely change in an hour or a day. Like I think you make a plan for your life and it's kind of like 
oh, like you can make an outline how you want things to go, but it's never, ever, ever going to look exactly that way. Yeah. And I think it's part of the human experience, just kind of having to deal with these things that come your way. And like I said earlier, just how you grow from those things. Like I could have totally like said, poor me every day. Like why, why did this happen to me? Like why couldn't it have been someone else? Like da da da. But I don't know. I think also to go into another topic comparison, Mm. I think we all need to look at our lives like a plain whiteboard. And the second you start to put your whiteboard or picture, whatever you want to call it next to someone else, you'll start to like maybe copy theirs a little bit Mm. or wonder like, why am I not doing these things at my age? Why is she more successful than me? Why is he more successful than me? I feel like your journey is just your journey. Like, I will always say that. We have to kind of just, like, go on our own path and, like, make our mistakes and learn from them. And, like, there's no timeline to that. Also, like, I'm in this cycle of, like, getting anxious for things that haven't happened yet. And Mm -hmm. I need to, like, start focusing on the issues at hand in the present. Even I was on the phone with Kate last night and I was, like, talking about being worried about something that's happening like in October, November, December. I'm like, Mm -hmm. whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless of how much time I spend thinking and and being anxious about it. Like I, I can acknowledge that those fears are valid. Like, yes, it's okay to like be anxious about something that hasn't happened yet, but I can't let it consume my everyday life and like not be able to be in the present moment because I'm living in December. Right. A lot of podcasts I listen to or things I look at is like you have to be in the now like living in the past living in the future um isn't isn't gonna work for you Mm -hmm. like like you said everything is going to happen I don't want to look back on my time being 20 years old and be like why couldn't you just enjoy that day why did you have to worry about what was going to happen or da 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 and this job does implement that seed in our head to be like okay, we need to worry about this because what if one day, like, my agents just unsigned me or what mm-hmm. if one day I just don't get jobs anymore? Like, you need a backup plan. And, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't, like, worry about these things at all because you definitely need to. But it gets to an extent where you're not enjoying the person you are. You're not even growing because you're stuck on the future. Yes, you need to look back on the past and you need to reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need to do. And then you need to continue to grow with that in mind. Right. Just, I think being in the present, especially in your twenties is so important because like I said, we don't, it's going to go by so fast and you don't want to look back one day and just be like, why, why didn't I enjoy it? I like had a moment just like doing therapy with myself and I just had the realization. I was like, I feel like for the past year, year and a half, like I've made every day, like a battle for myself and like, every day is such a burden to get through and like I find myself it's like if I have a moment of happiness like I hold on to and cherish it because it's like it feels so rare and it's like at what point am I gonna like release that need to control and like release the need to like hold on to these things from my past I just was like I want to be free like I feel like I had let so much time go by where it was like being happy was so rare for me Mm -hmm. and like I even felt guilty for like letting myself go out with friends or do things like I had to be so like by the book and like getting things done that was literally like two nights ago where I was like my I feel like every day you're like tomorrow is so long comparison I think is tough especially for 
our generation, our society today, because it is like we wake up, you open your phone, you go on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's posting they're on European vacation or they got this magazine cover. And it's like, if that's the first thing you're looking at in the morning, how can you start your day without thinking like, oh, like that's my dream. Why am I not doing this? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, it's hard not to compare yourself with those things around us, obviously. And it's hard to look at your life and think, oh, I'm doing so great when mm-hmm. someone your age is doing all the things you wanted to do or want to be or want to get done. But I think we all just need to be more easy on ourselves. It's like, like you were saying, like everyone's roadmap is so different. Everyone's, everyone comes from a different background. Everyone has advantages. Everyone has their own disadvantages. And it's like, you need to put that into play, like with looking in your past and looking towards your future and just like releasing all these narratives of someone else's life or someone else's or what you should be doing or what you shouldn't be doing. Like just release it. Trust in yourself enough that you can just let it all go. I mm-hmm. I know like this is a lot of words that I'm saying that probably don't make a no, lot of sense. No, it made perfect sense. But I also think the next thing I want to touch on, someone asked me the other day, like, what's something you want in this next chapter of your life or want more of or want to do differently that mm-hmm. you haven't been doing And I think for me, it really got me thinking these past couple days. And it's like, I want to stop doubting myself. I think fear is the number one thing that holds us back. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it hold a lot of people back. I've let it hold me back. It's because we don't want to go after these things and be disappointed. So we don't even do it. Mm. It stops you from reaching your fullest potential because you're scared of the outcome. I think fear has gotten to a lot of people's heads and I think it does every day. And we're just, we get trapped in comfort and comfortability of our norm and not trying to step out of the box or taking that risk because Mm -hmm. it's like, what if it doesn't happen? Then it's like, and also being able to accept if it doesn't happen. Like I recently made a move and made a change and like, my summer didn't really go as planned. Mm -hmm. And, like, that definitely hit my ego. But it was, like, I always say, like, rejection is redirection. We create these boundaries in our heads that we think we can't get through. Or it's, like, I've been... There's been so many times where I've wanted to have a conversation with someone, whether it be an agent, a friend, or um, a family member that... It's almost like you don't want to have that conversation with them because you don't want to know the answer because you're scared Mm. of it. And so then you just stay in this spot. I like to think in my head like your comfort zone. And if you don't push that boundary that maybe might make you uncomfortable for a second or is scary for a second, then you won't get through it ever. And Mm -hmm. then it just sinks deeper. And that's why I think people do bury their problems or their thoughts or something. It's because they they don't want to deal with it and they don't want to make themselves uncomfortable for however long so that we just push it down and then you carry it with you into these next chapters or next years of your life for however long without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. Like you create these limitations and boundaries for yourself that you don't even realize that you created just because you didn't want to be uncomfortable for a second. 
beautifully said. Period. Obviously, I've been modeling for a very long time, and, like, my whole thing has always been the size of my hips. Mm -hmm. And I think I used to tread very lightly and, like, feeling so fragile. And, like, if an agent or somebody made a comment about my hips or if I didn't fit into the jeans at the job, like, it would be, like, I'd hate myself so much about it. Like, traumatizing. Yeah. And I think even, like, I I was working for... um, this brand the other day for their social media and like I had this little walking video that I posted on my thing and like I I did a spin and I remember looking at the back of my legs and like I just have normal cellulite on my legs and I was like thinking for a second I'm like should I crop that part out of the video and like not but I'm like I just want to start accepting like every single part of myself and like owning the fact that yes I have wide hips I have a butt and I have cellulite in the back of my legs and I don't I'm so, like, tired of this narrative that I have to, like, feel ashamed about these things or, like, not talk about them or, like, feel like those comments in Milan, like, they're, like, basically, like, I need to actually, like, listen to what they say and, like, they're right and, like, I won't make it in this industry if I don't suffer, basically, and and do what they want of me. It's, like, Milan is its own place and, like, they'll be there and I'm sure they can slay the day away with those girls over there. But, like, I don't need to be uncomfortable and unhealthy and force myself into... And unhappy with yourself. Yeah. Just to fit what somebody wants me to be. Like, I'm really just wanting to own, like, this is what I look like. This is what I believe. This is who I am. I'm not ashamed to post this picture, even if my agent says that I shouldn't post Mm -hmm. these types of pictures. Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed to talk about this online. I don't want to be ashamed. I don't want to be put in a box anymore. I don't want somebody to tell me that this is what I have to do to be successful because if it, if they were right, I would have been successful already. (laughs) So I'm going to try being authentic to me. Like I feel like, and that's where like the passion and the fulfillment comes in. It's like when you, when you do achieve these things and you didn't have to like, um, what's that word? Be someone else's opinion or be someone else's idea. Change yourself. Yeah. How can, you be fulfilled in what you're doing and your job if you aren't truly being who you are Mm. if you're being someone else's idea of what you should be or if you're being told you need to fit in a certain size that you got there maybe unhealthily or you weren't proud of like decisions you made or sometimes like I'll catch myself being like oh well if I was this size or this I would be doing all these Mm. things and it's like You're not. People could sit here and talk about what if I was this all day long? What if I had this? What if I had money? What if I, what if, what if, what if? And at the end of the day, having that mindset of what if, you're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to be fulfilled. It's like you have to accept who you are, be comfortable with it. And it takes work and it takes time, especially with our society beliefs and social media and things that are contradicting it, contradicting it and making it so hard to accept that word contradicting (laughs) little little blonde moment contradicting it to make it make it so hard to accept who you are and Mm -hmm. what you are i lost my train of thought but i'm also losing guys we've been doing this for so we've had a little therapy session today i'm feeling like this was good i love these i think being vulnerable is just like like even though we talked about some really like heavy topics Mm -hmm. i feel like a weight is lifted lifted. and it's like a very beautiful connection to have to be able to like speak and like without judgment like i think there was some things that we had to talk about off camera obviously but like 
it's so important to like be vulnerable and like share these parts of you um with a friend with a therapist like it just it's really healing and that's what i'm learning right and i will still stick to the thing like everyone like i think being vulnerable and digging up the things that you do push down are the things that are gonna make you go further Mm -hmm. and it's what's gonna let you be able to really sit with yourself without being scared of the future Mm -hmm. or remembering the past or all these things that can let you down because at the end of the day I think ourselves are the only thing that holds us back and the life you create in your mind it's all up to you Mm -hmm. and obviously it's way easier said than just being like oh just let it pass don't let that get to you because we are humans we have emotions we have insecurities we're vulnerable we break down but it's like life doesn't have to be that deep Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be something you need to battle with every day or battle with yourself like there's things we just need to let go and there's things we need to not let go yeah i feel like also all the times i've been like knocked down this is when i make the biggest change within myself and like learn the most about myself is when something doesn't go my way Mm -hmm. i think i heard this quote is like you don't know somebody until they don't get what they want Mm -hmm. and like i always set expectations and then if it doesn't go to plan like obviously i'm heartbroken but then you take that pain and that energy and then like use it for something else or just like even all the the years of modeling and like the trauma basically that it's inflicted on me has now led me to be you know in a totally different place than I could have imagined like if you would have asked me I was telling you when I was 14 like it would be I want to like be on this billboard and do this magazine and now it's like my 14 year old self would see what I want for myself and be so confused like wait a minute like why has everything changed but I think that's just like a part of life like you think you want something and then you kind of go through different experiences, fail, and then you realize, you know what, I'm actually, all of this led me here. Even I've just realized in the past year, it's like, I didn't know that I was going to, like, want to start Hot Girl Evolving. Like, I thought I was always going to push to be this high fashion model and, like, basically always want to get skinny, skinny, skinny Mm -hmm. so I could do these things. And then I just hit a point where I was like, you know what, maybe this failure needed to happen and I need to now move elsewhere. I think it has to do a lot with attaching ourselves to things, Mm -hmm. attaching ourselves to ideas or beliefs or what we think we should be or what we think we've always like, like you said, from 14 years old, you've like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be like a high fashion model or whatever. And I think the problem is we attach ourselves to limitations. Mm -hmm. Like we only thought this for so long, but like, what if we can be something so much better and mm. greater if we let ourselves do something else? Yeah. Or I think a big thing right now is like with other people, obviously not us, but relationships. <laughs> it's like people attach themselves to an idea or someone else and they think that is as far as they can go. Mm. But it's like you need to un why are those things in your brain that you've made yourself think that you can only be this much or you can only be with this person that's this good or no i think limitations and attachments are also another thing that holds us back yeah like, totally you can be anything and it may not look like the thing you always you wanted had planned right? or it may not look like the dream job or the 
thing you grew up with or anything you pl- like anything you planned but i think just yeah letting that was well go said. of that idea yeah. that like life can just take you this way and you're going to end up somewhere you you couldn't even have imagined like enjoying the the journey of enjoying getting to that it, self, right that like version. there's no point of like becoming something so great if you don't enjoy the bad too like you got like obviously you can't really enjoy the bad shit but you've got to appreciate it Mm -hmm. like I have appreciated the things that have happened in my life obviously not appreciating my dad dying or wanting that to happen to anyone or Mm -hmm. ever again but I've appreciated what it's made me realize Mm -hmm. the things that I've gotten out of it and the way I can live my life now because of what happened to me and what happened to my family and the way I've been able to get through it and make it better for myself and everyone around me. Um, I got chills. Yeah, I just think we need to give ourselves more credit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to be able to like look at your life and see how far you've come. Like yeah. I had this conversation with my mom. She's like, I'm so infatuated with everything that you've built and done. And like, I was sitting in London like, I, I, I fail, like, everything's going wrong, like, I've I've achieved nothing, and, like, I think it's so easy in those, like, low points to, like, disregard all the work that you've done and everything you've overcome. And we're, what, only 20 and 21 years old? I forgot! Somebody asked me my age yesterday, and I was, like, 20, I was about, like, I was, like, I'm 21? Right. I'm a I think child! This, this job makes you grow the fuck up, also. I'm like, a baby, I've got life to live. We have lots of life, and there's no reason to, like worry about it so damn much like it makes me so frustrated that we all worry so much and I think like our parents didn't really have I think mental health has been around forever but it's our generation like we did to like really dive into it dive into figure what nobody would sit on a freaking podcast and talk about what was going on in their head like they kind of just had to be like I'm feeling this way but I don't know what it is. Right. And I don't get to dive into, like, my past childhood self that I'm probably, like, that's manifesting into my everyday mm-hmm. life. You can also be, like, over, hyper-focused well, on Well, now it. it, like, causes more anxiety, mm-hmm. stress, depression with social media and, like, mm-hmm. touching back on to just comparison and everything. I think that's why it is so concentrated in our society and our generation especially is because they didn't have all these things that created more things. Mm-hmm. But they also didn't have the tools we have now today to be able to open up and talk. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure, I hope, at least this podcast reaches someone who needs to hear all these things and really just, like, be vulnerable and push down these barriers that someone set from themselves or limitations they mm-hmm. put on their life and really yeah. just get through it. Mm-hmm. And we're obviously still working on ourselves every day, every day and everyone will bye guys bye thanks thank for you. watching this episode